and welcome to Sex Thirty Live. Woo. <laughs> My name is Laura, and this is Mark. Mark is our youth minister here, so we're very happy that you are here, and welcome. So, Mark, what is happening tonight? We've got lots happening tonight. Lots of excitement. Um, we are going to be hearing. Where is Callum? Callum McDonald. We're going to be hearing from Callum. McDonald, we're going to be exploring a wee bit about the Christmas story. Um, Nerf Wars will be happening afterwards. And there will also be... I mean, drum roll, please. Drum roll. Um, we will also be having waffles and ice cream afterwards. So, looking forward to that. If you are unfamiliar with this setting, if you have never been before, if, if church is new for you, then I just want to say welcome and relax. Um, you're welcome here. We want you to feel welcome. We want you to be relaxed. So just be yourselves. Um, Holly. Holly? I've just read, read Holly. This is, this is emotional because I normally host with Holly, but I've, I've um, replaced Holly with Laura. I'm not going to say if that's an upgrade. Hi, or, Holly. Where's Holly? Sorry, Holly. <laughs> Hi, Holly. Uh, Laura, why don't you pray for us at this time? Okay. Oh, will I pray? Yeah. You're looking at me like I should pray. I should pray. Let's pray. Um, <laughs> Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you that you love us, that you love every person here. And as we, um, as we explore the Christmas story tonight, help us to understand a bit more about your love for us. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, just by way of icebreaker, in case you don't know people in your little groups, in your little huddles, groups, seats thing, we would like you to have a little discussion, and we want you to discuss what are you looking forward to most about Christmas, and what does Christmas mean to you? So that's, what are you looking forward to most at Christmas, and what does Christmas mean to you? Discuss. <laughs> And I was like... I hope there were some interesting answers there. Um, we asked the same questions at Friday Night Live on Friday night, um, and this is what they said. Um, I think of love and care and door square, because that's like where all the rhymes are. That rhymed. When I think of Christmas, I think of uh, presents, spending time with family, and Christmas trees. I think of 
get me presents and family. And then uh, not just my Christmas tree. I think it's sweet. <laughs> Please welcome a youth band. Yeah, we're going to go into a time of singing just now. Um, so please, we'll be standing, so please feel free to join us to stand. And we're going to uh, uplift the offering during the first song. So if you can give, please give generously. But don't feel bad about passing the little bucket on. Thanks, Ailey and Ben. Okay, so if everyone could just stand if you're able and we'll start singing.
Please give it up for the more. Oh, yeah. Um, I think um, we should. Uh, that reminds me just seeing you more. Oh, you've got a delivery behind you there. Um, oh, hold up. One of, the, one of his elves has delivered Advent calendars. Fancy that. So, as promised. No FNLer is leaving tonight without an Advent calendar or other. If you're not, if you're not part of FNL and you'd like an Advent calendar, then we, the Morphus, our Santa Morph, has generously donated. Uh, let, let's give it up for the Morph. That's very generous, isn't it? Um, Thanks, Santa Morph. Um, it reminds me, actually, just seeing your time there, Morph. We, we had a challenger this week. Um, please welcome our challenger, Callum McDonald. <laughs> Come and take a seat, Callum. Oh, yeah, bring your own chair up, actually. Callum, how did you feel uh, your your time went against the morph. I should get the pen here, ready to write it down. Not so well. Oh, we need you to use Laura's mic. Um, how did you feel it went, sorry? I don't know. Okay, I guess. Because you looked confident. Like, when you started off, I remember just seeing it in your eyes. You were, you were in the zone. In yeah. Um, do you think, Calum, that, like, just turn around, stand up, just give us a wee spin around, looking at his athletic build here, like, Kind of, what do you think? Do you th what are the chances against the morph? Do you think Callum beat the morph? <laughs> Would you like to see Callum's lap? Yeah. Come on then, let's watch it. Um, okay, we're on, we're live. Thumbs up there to finish. It's good. It's good. It was good, but was it good enough? Looking at the morphs time there, uh, one seventeen. We've got Alison, who's second place currently, one twenty-four. Then Ian, 
I can't even read that number. It's so big. Uh, 129. Uh, Callum, um, you did it in one minute. (laughs) 17. Oh. However, two-second penalty for missing (laughs) the basketball. One minute, 19 for Callum, which puts you at... Second place. How do you feel, Callum? Pretty good, actually. It's not bad. I think that that deserves a cheer. Come on. We'll stick that up there. We've got some rapid-fire questions for you there. Let's give up for the morph. Come on, morph. Well done. Does anyone want to challenge the morph right now? Not yet. We will arrange it. We will. Next time, would you be up for a challenge? Would you be up for the three? three we've got, how, right, we've got a few challengers. Morph, they're on. This is... Okay, right, Calm, rapid fire. This is to get to know you. Okay, Callum, first rapid fire, summer or winter? Uh, winter. Come on, cheer or boo? <laughs> Cats or dogs? Uh, dogs. Yes. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Yes. Oh. Pepsi or cola? Uh, cola. Okay. Invisibility or super strength? Uh, super strength. Yes. Early bird or night owl? Nail, definitely. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) And last one, pizza or pasta? Pizza. What's the cheering going on here? You're well supported. Um, Right, another very hard question for you, Callum. Which bite of your Christmas dinner are you most looking forward to? Uh, Pigs in a blanket. Yes! That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) And how long have you been an FNL leader, Callum? Um, Probably just over three years, or maybe a bit more over three years, I think. And why do you enjoy FNL? There's a presumption there you do. <laughs> um, but what do you enjoy, or what do you enjoy most about FNL and being involved? Um, well, like, I'm usually in here in the auditorium doing the inflatables. Um, and it's just so much fun, like, seeing, like, so usually the queue is, like, decently sized. So, like, seeing everyone so excited to, like, get a shot to go on and everyone just having a good time. So much fun. Who enjoys the inflatable? Friday Night Live? Yeah. Woo. You help out. You help out on the inflatable. Brilliant. And Callum, what does Christmas mean to you? Uh, sweets. <laughs> no, no. It, um, it's time spent. It's like time spent with your family, um, and then the birth of Jesus as well. And so you you mentioned Jesus there, which is obviously an important part of the Christmas story. Um, why why is Christmas? Um, important for Christians. So, you're a Christian, Callum, and uh, how, how long, in fact, how long have you been a Christian for? Um, well, I've grown up in church, so I would say um, that I really started to 
growing my faith probably when I was a teenager, maybe when I was 13, 14. Um, but yeah, kind of like... And, and so why is the Christmas story important for Christians? Um, so the Christmas story is when Jesus was born and when he was born into the world to walk with us. So it's important because it shows us that he came down to be with us. And um, yeah. So the yeah. very start. Yeah. And how does it make a difference in your life, Callum? Um, so like when Jesus was born, it um, signified like a new part of the world, like everything. Um, and it just gives me so much hope knowing that Jesus was there to come down for us and he was born to be part of our community and all that. So. And from that, you've got a, a personal <clears throat> relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Callum, thank you so much for being willing to be interviewed tonight. Um, F and Ellers, Callum will be there on Friday night coming. Yep. Have you signed up for that? Good. Yes. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> um, follow up with Callum. Ask him more questions. Grill him. Make him squirm by asking hard questions about his Christian faith. Callum, give, give Callum a round of applause. Thanks so much, Callum. Thank you. Oh, it's okay. We've got a wee video for you. Let's watch this. An angel came to see Mary. She was doing laundry, and then the angel just appeared, and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're going to have, what? I can't, I can't say good. Mary, you're going to have a baby. I, you're going to have a baby, and you will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not going to have a baby yet. I'm only a teenager. I'm not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She, you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's. Old town. They ride a donkey. <laughs> I don't know. A camel. Oh yeah, a camel. She said, "This donkey's fast." Well, they tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper, um, for a place to stay. The keeper said, "We have no rooms. Literally, no rooms." <laughs> so Mary and Joseph walked away sadly. But then he said, "The only place in here in Bethlehem." And that that you can stay stay is a staple, and then he just pointed the way, and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angels said, "A new baby is getting born, who is king of the Jews." The angel were singing. Glorious. And then the shepherd said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out a night. And then the wise men heard about it. And then a star appeared. We should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the 
wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one, to have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, Frank, and Latimer. And I don't know how I would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world. So tonight, tonight we are talking about Christmas and what the Bible te- tells us about Christmas. And so from today, Christmas is only 23 days away. I can hear some of you groan though, because if you're like me, I have yet to buy a single present. Raise your hand if you've yet to buy a single present. Thank you. Who's waiting the for the deadline for Amazon Prime? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, we love Christmas. We, we are excited we for Christmas. Christmas. Very excited. What? So, um, as, again, like we were discussing before, just in your little groups, we have a question for you to discuss, and that is, what is your favourite thing about Christmas? Discuss. Discuss. Very quickly. Discuss in your groups. I find it really hard to I find it really hard to stop this. Have an answer that they would like to shout out. Foods, good. Great answer. Good shout. Great answer. Anyone else? Just shout them out. Family. 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 Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner. Presents. Yeah. And what? Family. family. Presents and family. Snow. Good one. So celebrating Jesus. Snow. Good one. Everything. Everything. Mud. <laughs> Muds because there might be no snow. Glasgow yeah, snow. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You're all right. Pegs and blankets. blankets. Always. Pegs Let's just take a moment for <laughs> pegs and blankets. No, good answer. Good answer. So, we heard some of you say gifts there. Put your hands up if you said gifts. What's your answer there? Oh, wow. Surprisingly low. Not what I expected. Yeah, but so gifts are amazing. And Christmas time is like the best time to give and receive gifts ever. Because Christmas is the best. But gifts can sometimes be disappointing. If we're honest, some gifts can be totally predictable. Like 
shower gel from your auntie so-and-so. <laughs> um, um, but most of the time, sometimes, well, when you, when you know what it's going to be and, and there's no surprise and it's not something that you're looking forward to, if we're honest, sometimes it can be disappointing. But the best type of gift is a really unexpected one, one that has obviously had a lot of thought put into it and that person has like just totally known you down to a T. They've got it so right without you even having to ask for that gift. They've just known what you would have wanted and they've gotten, gotten you that gift. And that type of gift is really rare because that does not happen often. But expected, but amazing nonetheless. So... Another little discussion question for you and your groups again. What is the best present that you have ever received slash been given? So the best present that you've ever received from someone. Discuss. Share. Okay, do we have anyone brave enough, brave enough to share feedback from this question? Okay, yes. Food or a snowball to the face. Okay, that's an interesting. Okay. Getting tickets to South Africa for five weeks. That's some... Getting tickets to go to a concert. Which concert? Little Mix. Little Mix. Yes. Is that are you, the, <laughs> the, the best? Friend? No, I'm joking. I'm That's good. That's a good one. Okay. Your dog. Has anyone ever had a dog for Christmas? Oh, it's oh, a good one. Okay. Yes, at the back. Okay, <laughs> I, I missed the start of that. It, did, well, it was what? Being alive. Oh, amazing. Amazing answer. Oh, okay, was, was there any answers from this side? I'm, get, I'm getting the look from this side. Turn back, Mark. Quick, that's what my mind is in terms of. No, I'm joking. Oh, yes, we do have a. Yeah. Tickets to see. Pink Floyd. The Australian Pink Floyd. Okay, the Australian Pink Floyd. Amazing. 
Amazing. Right, we're going to move on. This is taken from the Bible, and it talks about the, the Christmas story, the original Christmas story. Um, and this is when, you know, Mary and Joseph, Mary, who was heavily pregnant, and it, it was a, it was, the baby was given by God to, to Mary, and it was a miracle, and the, the baby Jesus grew inside Mary, and um, they traveled, they had to travel to um, Bethlehem because um, there was a census taking place. And so they make their way to Bethlehem. And Mary was like heavily pregnant at this point. Okay. I'm not going to go into details, but it was going to happen any minute. So while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And that is the initial Christmas story. So that can seem like slightly weird that God would send Jesus to grow inside Mary, and then Mary would have this baby for us. So that seems like a weird concept. So again, turn to the people in your little groups and ask them, why do you think God sent Jesus as a gift for us? Discuss. Well, for Ethanellas and anyone else who wants. The Christmas story is different, is different to the Santa story. Santa, the the stories of Santa tells us that we need to earn our presence every year, in a sense. If we do good, if we do good things, if we behave in the right way, then if we are good to others or kind to others, um, then we stay on the nice list. And therefore, we deserve our gifts. That's, that's the story about Santa. But if we're bad and nasty to others, then, well, we don't deserve a gift and, and we can get plonked on the naughty list. But you see, the Christian message, it's not like that. It's a different story. The Christian message of Christmas is that we are all on the naughty list. We are all naughty. That's the Christian story of Christmas. It's that we are all naughty, that we don't deserve gifts from God. We certainly don't deserve the gift of Jesus. But this is the Christian story of Christmas. It's that God saw us in our naughtiness, and the Bible calls that naughtiness sin. 
And sin is a rebellion against God. It's God asks us to live one way, and we, being naughty people, decide to live our own way. Um, And that naughtiness is inside each one of us. But yet God loves us. He made us and he loves us. And he wants to send, he wanted to send a gift, the best gift possible that would save us from that naughtiness, from that sin, so that we would be saved. And so Jesus is our savior. He is the one who came to save us from something that we couldn't help ourselves, something that we could never, um, nothing, nothing we could do could ever make us good enough. And yet God came to save us, to wash away the naughtiness that is inside each one of us. And that's the Christmas story. And so the story goes on and Mary gives birth to Jesus. And then the angel appears to the shepherds and it this uh, verse, these verses are from the book of Luke, which we were just reading from a little minute ago. And it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And so that's saying, obviously, like just there, it's highlighted good news for all the people. And Jesus is a savior. So he's good news for me. He's good news for Mark, but he's also good news for all of you. He's good news for all the people. And Jesus was the best gift that was ever given. He brings the most joy at Christmas, and he's been given for us all. To to everyone and for everyone. So this gift is anything but disappointing. Jesus is our savior. He's our unexpected hero, and he has come to save us. And I guess God sent a baby. He he came, he sent his son Jesus as a baby. And Jesus grew, the son of God, Jesus, grew into a man. And he, he was one of us. He knows what it's like to hurt. He knows what it's like to live in this world. And ultimately, he grew up to become a man who would die for us. And as he died for us on the cross, and that's what we remember at Easter time, what happened was my naughtiness, Laura's naughtiness, and that's a lot of naughtiness, and your naughtiness was put on Jesus. And Jesus took the blame for the punishment, the the naughtiness that, that we deserved We deserve to be punished, but Jesus was punished for us. And that is good news. That's good news. Um, And so that is the hope that we have, that that God can wash away all our naughtiness and he can give us a cleanness that is only possible through him and he can bring us into a relationship with God again. That is the hope of the Christmas story. And so, like we were talking about gifts, Jesus is a gift. And like I said, he's a gift for us all. And he's not exclusively my gift or Mark's gift. He's for all of us. He is your gift too. And so that's what we would like to leave you with today. That's the thought that we would like you guys to think about over this Christmas time. And if you have any questions about what Jesus did on the cross or 
at Christmas, what it means at Christmas time to think about Jesus, then please ask us because we love talking about it and we'd love to hear what you guys think. Let's watch a wee video. Christmas presents are exciting. Do you remember what you'd say is the best gift you've ever received at Christmas? I asked my kids this question, and here's what they said. My six-year-old loved her little talkie doll that could talk, blink, and not much else. Cost a whopping $110 after tax, and it lasted for a solid eight months before it found its way to the back of her closet. My nine-year-old said his favorite was the popular fantasy book series, six books in all, each getting progressively longer. The set cost $58 and lasted eight weeks before it lived its final dust-filled existence on a shelf. Now my tween loved the Brainy Putty collection that cost $32 and lasted a measly eight days before it went to live in our carpet. Finally, my teenage son wanted the ultimate drone with a 4K camera. It cost the most and lasted the shortest amount of time. I'd like to say it lasted eight minutes, but no, it was eight seconds, which is only impressive in bull riding. As exciting as those gifts are, what if there was a gift at Christmas that was far better? In fact, so much better that it makes these look like, well toys. What if this gift was worth so much that no one could buy it for you, nor could you afford it? What if it was something of extreme value, like, say, life itself? And what if this gift was given through the birth of a baby who became our paid-in full? That's the gift offered to all. It costs us nothing, him everything. It lasts just a bit longer than eight seconds, eight days, eight weeks, or even eight months. It lasts forever. Um, um, gifts. See, the thing is with gifts is that you need to receive gifts. Um, gifts are are extended, like are offered to us, and we've got a choice. Will we receive the gift or will we choose not to receive a gift? Who would like to receive the gift of an advent calendar? Your hand was first up. Come here. Come here. So I'm extending, this is a visual aid as well. I'm extending the gift of, a, of an advent calendar, and you've got a choice. Will you receive the gift or will you turn it away? You've received, there you go, give a round of applause. And, and the same, the same is true. And for those who would still like it, don't worry, don't worry, there's more, there's more. We'll help hand them out at the end. Um, but the, the same is true with the Christian message. The, the same is true with Jesus. Do you know, he offers his life. He offers forgiveness. He offers cleanness. He offers to take away our naughtiness. He offers to pull us back to God and, and plug us back into our Father in heaven and so that we might live in his family and have the hope of eternity with him. But it's a gift that's offered to us and we have a choice to receive or to turn away. And, and tonight we just want to give you an opportunity to receive that gift. In fact, 
Um, for those who are FNL leaders here tonight, who have received the gift of Jesus, and, and you have you your 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 members or your sorry your are leaders of FNL, and you have received the gift of Jesus, your followers of Jesus, you've received that gift. Can I invite you just to stand just now? I've not primed these guys, and I'm taking this like and. You've taken the, the hard step with standing up. Now come to the front. Come on, come to the front. And to come, on, come on to the platform. Sorry, I should, have, I should have warned you about this, but it just came into my head. Um, I love to embarrass people. Um, come on, come on, fill the, fill the platform. Now, these are your FNL leaders who have all received the gift of Jesus, who have accepted Jesus as their, their Savior, as their Lord, and are living, are wanting to live their lives and um, pleasing to Jesus and pleasing to God. Now, I've got, it's just a wee test. You've, you've at one point, you've received and you've believed in Jesus and you've accepted him and you've accepted that gift. Now, I would like you to go and take a seat if you have realized that that was never a good thing. If you have regretted that decision. Go and take a seat. If you've regretted the decision to follow Jesus and accept him. How long should I give them, do you think? Ten seconds. Okay, another ten seconds. Any takers? Go and give them a round of applause. Take a seat. Oh, Alison. Oh, no, I'm kidding you. (laughs) On you go. On you go. Do you know, I, I promise you um, that re- receiving the gift of Jesus is the best gift ever. That is something that you would never, ever live to regret. And I could ask other people, not just the FNL team, but the other Christians here who have come to receive Jesus, I could ask them to stand too, and I could ask them the same question, um, and, and I'm sure I assure you, no one who accepts the gift of Jesus will ever live to regret that gift. And so, here's the question. For all of us here today, will we accept that gift? Will you accept the gift of Jesus? And I'm going to say a wee prayer. And, and the prayer that I'm going to say just now is, is just a wee prayer of accepting Jesus. It's a very simple prayer. It's a prayer that says, God, I believe that Jesus came as a baby. I believe that he is your son. I believe that he died for me. And I believe he wants to take away all my naughtiness and make me clean and, and make me a, your child and live in relationship with you. That's, the, that's, the, rela- that's the, the prayer I'm going to pray. So why don't I pray together? And can I invite you, if you want, just to close your eyes? And if you want, would you just say that prayer with me? Maybe that's where you're at tonight. Is you think, oh, I've, I've, I've heard all this about Jesus, but I've never taken that step to receive Jesus and, and believe in him and accept that gift. So why don't I pray? Dear God, in heaven. Thank you for sending Jesus. I realize that I am naughty and I need help. And I look to you and I choose to accept the gift of Jesus. I choose to turn away from my naughtiness and I choose to accept 
Jesus and have him wash away all the bad things that I have done. And I thank you, Jesus, that you will come to live with me and that I will live for you and live with you forever and ever. We thank you for that gift of Jesus. I accept him now. And maybe just as eyes are closed, can I ask you if, if just to be really brave, if, that was, if you said that prayer maybe for the first time, can I ask you to be really brave and stand up for me? Because I just want to pray for you just while everyone else's eyes are closed. I won't pray by name. I will just pray for you. So if you said that maybe for the first time ever, then can I invite you to stand right now? Just give a moment. Just be brave and stand up. If you've prayed that, perhaps for the first time. I'm just going to take a moment. anyone want to stand up? It's okay. If no one does, that's okay. Thank you for standing up. Does anyone else want to stand up? Let me pray. Dear God, thank you that you came into this world And you have offered us hope through Jesus. Thank you that you have offered us this gift. And we thank you for those who have accepted this gift. And we also pray for those who haven't yet accepted that you would open their eyes to your goodness and your gift and that they would receive your gift. Please take a seat if you're standing. Amen. Thank you guys for praying with me. Thank you for listening. I'd like to welcome the band back up and we're going to have a bit more singing. So please stand. And uh, if you want to continue the conversation, then do so. Chat to your FNL leaders or perhaps chat to those next to you. Or even we've got a prayer. Where are our prayer, prayer team? Where's our prayer team? Come on, prayer team, come forward. Don't be shy. Here's our prayer team. Give them a round of applause. These guys are here. And maybe, guys, if you go into that corner there, these guys, if, you would re- if you're going through a hard time and you would appreciate prayer for something, then these guys would love to pray for you. If you would like to pray them to pray for somebody else, then why don't you go through to, to the corner and just say, hey, would you pray for my friend? Or would you pray for my mum? Or would you pray for whoever? Um, and they would love to pray for people for you. Um, or for you, or even just to chat with you. Um, that's what they're there for. But, yeah, let's stand. Come on, let's stand together. And over to Ailey and the elves. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Sweet.
Thanks. Let's give it up for the band. Good job, man. Good job. So, what's happening now, Laura? Come on. So, now we have three options. In here, there's going to be a bit of live music, just the same setup, just sitting in your wee huddles. So there's going to be some live music. These boys uh, are going to be performing. Yes. So, yeah. stay. Country Road, take me home. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's worth waiting for. Definitely. Oh, yes. And in the hall across that way, the big one, uh, there is going to be Nerf Wars. So Whoa. we're going to have some Nerf Wars in there. And then in about 20 minutes, so that's 10 to 8, there will be waffles and ice cream. Waffles and ice cream. Yes. So... Don't miss the next 6.30 Live, which will be on the 3rd of February. Get your diaries out. 3rd of February. When is it? 3rd of February, which is the first Sunday in February. Um, and next week, we have a baptism special 6.30. So slightly different from this format, um, but we will be celebrating. Um, and see, down here, uh, if you've never seen a baptism before, down here we've got a tank. It's like a, a massive bath. Um, and we fill it with water. And it's part of the, the, part of the Christian story is, is being baptized. And it symbolizes just what we've been talking about tonight. Our sins, all that bad stuff, being washed away. And it's something that's hugely symbolic. And who's being baptized? Where's Sandy? And Lucas, Woo! come on, Lucas, give us a wave. Yeah. <laughs> and where's Alison? Is Alison yeah, there? Oh, there she is. And Jane, I don't think, is with Jane. us tonight. And Jane as well, um, one of our students. So exciting Sunday next week. If you want to come along, do come along and join us for that if you can. Thanks for joining us tonight. Don't forget prayer ministry in the corner. If you'd like to receive prayer, go and chat to them. Go and... Um, Go on. That's what they're there for. And enjoy the rest of the evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. See you later. Thanks, Laura.